Hello, and welcome to the Aeterna Podcasts Episode 0. This is a recording of our Session 0, and it's just a small teaser of what is to come. I am Sean, the Game Master. I do want to apologize for some audio hiccups during this teaser episode. We have figured out the issues and have taken steps to rectify them in coming episodes. This podcast may contain adult themes and scenes of a disturbing nature. Listener discretion is advised. A bit of scene setting. It is raining balls, as it does constantly. Uh, Those of you who have been in town for any measure of time are aware that a giant storm that extends beyond the bounds of the city out to sea and inland basically hammers away. It's been raining for about a month and it will be raining for about another month and a half before it finally lets up. The bottom few tiers of the city are underwater. The docks themselves are built modularly in such a way and they float. So uh, the docks are still functional, though most of the ships are moored and not making any form of travel at all. And that's that's just how things go during the rainy season. Not a lot of in and out. Uh, just due to the waves as you get further out to sea. The water is channeled from upper streets down into uh, what is effectively sewage uh, pipes, but due to the constant constant rain, they're actually fairly clean as they are uh, siphoned down into lower tiers and eventually out into the ocean. Lightning booms attracting everyone's attention to the sky on occasion, just to make sure that no lightning has uh, thunder booms. Just to make sure no lightning has uh, struck anything important. And we are going to start off with um, with Lark uh, being kicked out into the street by Soprano. Sidroy. Sidroy, yeah. Just fucking write that down now. <laughs> Sidroy. There we go. Um, out into the street from the decent, like, like probably like mid-tier hotel uh, in that he was in telling him hey you go get lost you know worth your pay what 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 you're you're kicking me out now you're nothing but baggage these past few weeks you're useless after everything i've done for you i've done all of your embroidery because i let you go on what well fine i'm just gonna get my stuff and i'm gonna leave then he tosses, like, a bag full of your shit at you. Like, you should be lucky I don't keep all this stuff. It was my money that got it, after all. Uh, uh, well, well, screw you, then. And I grab my stuff and I leave. Uh, he's, he closes the end door, and you can hear a bunch of uh, people laughing uh, from inside. 
after his voice. You can make a perception check if you want to hear uh, what he said when he closed the door. Uh, I absolutely will make a perception check if you uh, hear what he said as he closes the door. Um, since I find it. <laughs> uh, here we go. 26. 26. Uh, so as he turns in, he's like, <laughs> servants, am I right? And, and like, the people all kind of laugh. It's like, I, some people are like, <laughs> like, heavy laughing, but a, a bunch of them are honestly kind of like half-heartedly laughing at it, just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, alright. Well, I'm upset now. Um. Okay. I, uh, I have no way of making money. Uh, we just got in this town. And... I have no money with me right now. So, uh, this sounds like about as good an opportunity as I'm going to get to spend the little money I have to go get a drink. Alright. Uh, I take it you don't try heading back into the very inn you were just kicked out of. No, I do not try to go back into the very inn I was kicked out of. Unless there's, like... Unless it seems particularly uh, welcoming, but uh, it doesn't seem like the uh, uh, the type of inn I can probably afford right now. Right. Uh, and you would know... Uh, from the time you have spent here uh, just talking to people and from Noctis in general that uh, people are pretty like commercially elitist uh, mm -hmm. so they like people having money are generally dickbags yeah uh, something I've been used to for the past two years um, okay so uh, yeah I'm gonna go get a drink because I'm also slightly panicking Alright, go ahead and make me a perception, and I will be back in, like, half a moment. Uh, will do. 22 is the result of my perception. How does one measure... Mm. How does one measure half of a moment? Will you take a yeah. moment, and you cut that in half? That sounds a relative dangerous. Measure, really. A relative measure. Mm. That sounds really dangerous. I'm not sure if I want to start cutting through time. All right, I have returned. Uh, so with a 22 perception, uh, while looking around for another bar, uh, spend your money in and finding that many of the places on this floor are, uh, while not opulent, they are, you know, of middling to upper quality and generally the prices raise with that. Um, you find a, uh, a board on which uh, several paying jobs are listed, uh, one of which catches your eye due to it being not only offering a not insubstantial amount of payment, but also free room and food uh, for the completion of such a, uh, such a quest. Um, as, uh, as somebody who is newly homeless, uh, that is absolutely something that would catch my eye. And uh, I uh, entered this establishment. Uh, it, is, it is not here at this board. Uh, oh, this it's is not here? Okay. Then, um, uh, yeah. 
I was just going to say that uh, I, uh, I follow any directions. Uh, I absolutely want to uh, capitalize on this offer, and I would like to, uh, um, to, to get free room and board. That sounds like a very good deal for me right now. All right. Uh, so it gives an address. Um, you can go ahead and make a knowledge local or uh, diplomacy or okay. seek someone out specifically to ask a question. Okay. I will give you a knowledge local. I can't always roll above 20. I got an 11. Um, the only... You don't recognize the street names at all, uh, okay. but you can tell when it mentions the lower ward that it's uh, it's got to be within like the bottom 10 floors of the city. Okay. So uh, I would start searching in that general area then. All right. Uh, so go ahead and... Uh, Give me a diplomacy check to gather information. Will do. Four. Four. <coughs> uh, oh, um, okay. let me just... I, I know I have a, a trait here that might actually lower that more. Um, minus three penalty on diplomacy to gather information. Because people <laughs> are racist towards me. Stigmatized. <laughs> so that is um, a one. Alright, so uh, I, I, I'll, I'll see about this. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception check to see who you can find and who you decide to go and ask. Absolutely. Perception of 15. 15. All right. So you see a few people that you feel like you could probably ask. There's a town guard. There's a, uh, like a kid begging on the street corner. And there's a guy that seems to be out like he's going over to like the storm drains and he's like got a tool and he's like clanking around in them and it seems like he's clearing them out and they would all seem to be familiar with the area who do you okay. choose to go ask um i am going to choose to go after the beggar child because i currently uh, feel some degree of kinship with him at the moment all right uh so you go after him uh and ask him where this uh, this thing is. Is there anything you would like to add in specifically to your request? Um, what was the name of the place? Uh, the Blackfish uh, Tavern. Okay, let me just write that in my notes here. Um, and no, I would just, uh, I'd like to ask him, uh, um, uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, uh, young child, uh, I'm looking for the uh, the Blackfish Tavern, uh, and I would be so grateful if you could help me. I'll show you where it is. You give me a coin. Uh, I will give you a coin. Um, I um, I give him a copper, and I promise him a silver um, if he uh, leads me to uh, uh, to the place that I seek. All right, Mister, come on this way, and he uh, he will lead you down a few streets and off. Uh, and off like the main stair path of the city uh, and over a bit until you do indeed arrive at a small tavern with uh, with a sign of a black fish. Okay, uh, that is good enough for me and I give him 10% uh, of the money I own one silver mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, I, uh, I thank him for his, uh, his dutiful service. He will thank you 
very much uh, for the silver and the copper uh, before running off rather quickly. Um, okay. And you walk in, and there's like one guy standing at the uh, at the bar talking to the barwoman. And well, we before going... I walk in, can I just do a general sense motive or some check to sort of um, get get a, a feel for the place? I, I want to make sure that I'm not walking in like some sort of like organ form. Oh, uh, go ahead and make a perception. Yes, perception. Okay, <laughs> this is the organ, the blackfish, <laughs> where we sell your kidney for free. Um, Twenty-five perception check. I uh, it, uh, you can smell like probably food that was cooked a while ago, and it smells like ale. Does not sound smell like a slaughterhouse or anything. Okay. Uh, it, it seems legit. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so I do walk in. You walk in. You see this this one one bro like standing up by the by the bar talking to a woman and we are going to transition over to uh leaf uh so leaf uh you have arrived in town and have been digging about the town asking around searching for your brother mm-hmm. uh go ahead and give me a uh gather information which is a uh, diplomacy. Yep. Gotta get used to this character sheet. Hmm. is good. Uh, so you ask around, and uh, you're able to suss out uh, from a variety of people going chain, oh, this person might know, blah, 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 blah that sort of thing, uh, that somewhere in the lower ward, your brother uh, volunteers at a variety of churches, but the last time somebody saw him, he was at the Church of Abadar in the lower district. Okay. Well, I, I thank the kind sir, shake his hand, and uh, I started heading over to the Abadar district. Alright, so you head down to the lower district and go find the Church of Abadar. Uh, it's fairly prominent, and it's right on the main stair strip, so it's it's not hard to find at all. Um, as you go lower in the city, you find yourself becoming watched by more and more beggars, uh, many of which are children at the sides of the road, uh, and make your way into the church. Within, there are several people sitting at the pews, uh, praying and uh, like the pews in an Abadarian church have like that table thing on the back so that like some people are like doing like balancing books and stuff as well mm-hmm. and you look around and you do not see your brother in the immediate vicinity okay uh, I, I imagine there's just parishioners out and about amongst the chapel mm-hmm. and so, uh, uh, there, there's a couple of people who look like they uh, they are the members of the church that uh, work here. Yeah, so I, I'll just uh, approach the first uh, person in arm's reach and reach out and say, uh, excuse me, I'm uh, searching for someone who goes by the name of uh, Goldthrush. Um... <clears throat> oh, uh... 
I think I saw him in here just a little while ago. Elvin fell. Yes, that would be correct. Um, you might check in the, uh, in the Porter house. They might, he might be back there seeing if any of the homeless have any, uh, have any injuries. Well, then I suppose I'll, uh, see to it. And, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll go in the direction that they directed me. Toward the All back. Right. Uh, so you, you head over into what is essentially an attached uh, building and uh, in of which there are various people in tattered tattered clothes uh, lying on very simple like mats and whatnot uh, with a couple of these um, clerical looking folk standing over them at this point uh, both Foresight and Adira uh, are here and uh, you do find your brother on the far side of the room. You have to walk past a woman you've seen in the streets uh, several times, a blind woman with stark white hair. Uh, does Adira do anything at the sudden appearance of this man? Does he look like he's going to give me money? Probably not. Then probably not. He's walking alongside a uh, six-foot-tall tree person. She would definitely take note of the tree person. Because <laughs> um, that, that would be a bit odd to her. People are really trying to ignore that tree person. Uh, there is a child, however, that's just like... like screaming at him i would go to try to calm the child yeah the, the like screeching visibly startles box he's just ah! <laughs> I am box. <laughs> <laughs> so box boxes over there like like recoiling from the screeching child uh while you head over uh to find your brother um and so this uh this big tree man or uh, this normal-ish sized tree man uh is causing a little bit of a ruckus uh foresight you would you would certainly notice this as well uh and the elven man that has entered the room and is like beelining for uh uh thon Indeed. Uh, so I, I suppose if, if no one's going to interrupt me, uh, he just calls out to him from across the room. Uh, what's what's a, a good, handsome, elvish greeting? Stop! <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm but, Darren Natisha. Yeah, right? Uh, uh, by the years that have passed, I'd imagined you would have had more wrinkles than that. <laughs> that's that's handsome. <laughs> you don't look old, but you are. Uh, <laughs> he turns around uh, quizzically. <laughs> How long exactly has it been since you've seen him? 
at, at least a decade, if not more. I, I haven't really been working in like constant time frames in my head, because you know I've I've only got that human lifespan perspective, but it's it's been quite some time. Fair sure. enough. So he turns around and he like squints through the darkness actually, because it's very dim in here, uh, and, and even with low light vision, it's it's not great. Uh, and he's just like, Leaf, is that you? He just does like a little little curtsy with his, uh, I, I guess, robes that he's wearing, and uh, starts to to march forward with his hand out, or I guess arms open for like a hug. Uh, he'll he'll approach you and get and give you uh, a strong embrace. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead and make a perception. Um, you would notice that um, he's actually got some scars on him. Uh, that you don't remember. Uh, he, he looks like he's probably gotten beaten up a few times. Just, like, sombers up a little bit, but he's, he's like, probably giving away a few tells, despite trying to, to hide the fact that that's somewhat startling to him. And, uh, you know, uh, just kind of in, in the midst of the embrace, uh, I've I've heard tale of uh, quite a skilled priest in the area, and I thought I'd come see for myself. Ah, uh, well, I'm afraid it's probably really not me. Uh, I've been helping out around here, but uh, there there are others too. And he he motions over to uh, to uh, foresight. Uh, <clears throat> he's like. If anybody is the exceptional healer, it's probably this one here. Foresight, come over here. Uh, the young-looking man will stand up and walk over, sort of giving a wave. Not sure if it's good to speak right now or not. So, is is the character's actual name Foresight, or is it Trey? Oh, I am Trey. The character is Foresight. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So, so um, you know, uh, wonderful to meet you, Foresight. So, so you've been helping Thon uh, assist and heal the the flock. Uh, not sure what you mean by the flock. I just kind of heal whoever needs healing. Well, uh, the the parishioners. Uh, I apologize. I've I've just been traveling through a lot of rural com- communities on my way over here, and uh, it's hard not to think of myself as a shepherd. Uh, so what what is it that you do? Are are you an apothecary? Um, at calling yourself a shepherd, you will see a an eyebrow raise. Not not quite disbelief, but a curious phrase for certain, or curious at the phrase. Um, not just a bit of mystic stuff, you know. At He'll wave his hands and there'll be a slight shimmer of light. You know? The divine stuff, I think. Maybe. So I take it you're a follower of Abadar as well? Eh. I'm a follower of Yelin. I don't really, you know, do the whole uh, loyalty to one one day, you know? Well, brilliant. Uh, at least you're putting the community first. Yeah, of course. 
And so, uh, Fawn is going to, like, while you're talking to Foresight, he's going to, like, put a hand on your shoulder and be like, I'll be right back. And he's going to head on over to where, uh, where Box and this child are getting increasingly agitated at each other uh, as Adira tries to comfort the child. Uh, and Thon will uh, will crouch down uh, with Adira. Uh, anything I can help with, dear? This child is upset. Uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry. My brother's friend isn't uh, a common sight, I don't think. It's all right, Leroy. It's all right. Calm down. He's not going to hurt you. Uh, and the kid's like, <laughs> "It's a wood monster, man!" And because this is a very small child. About how big would you say, or how old? Uh, probably about like six or seven. Uh, so could could I walk forward and and attempt to? Uh... I guess calm the the child and and see if I could maybe convince him that Box is much nicer than he might appear. Uh, all right. Uh, go ahead and roll me a diplomacy. Oh no. Uh, so he he just kind of uh, you know walks up and the first thing that he does as he's approaching is he makes eye contact with Box and you can see him level out the palms on one of his hands to about the height of of the child whenever he's standing you know upright. And then, once he does that, he'll he'll kneel down next to the child, and uh, he'll he'll just kind of try and try and get the kid's attention and say, uh, "Do you know what my friend here's name is?" Uh, <clears throat> he's like Satan. <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant! The kid's Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> So, Abadar uh, is now Catholic. There you go. Great Abadarian Jesus. Uh, so so he, he'll just kind of like lean down further. So maybe the kid's eye level is a little bit higher than him while, while he's kneeling. He'll say, uh, no, my, my friend's name is Box. Do you know why they call him Box? No, that's a stupid name. He's shaped like a people. His, his name is Box, because a box is where one keeps their treasures. And if you're nice to him, he might just share one of those treasures with you. And, uh... You kind of see, like... Leaf doesn't really exactly carry a whole lot of gear on himself. He's, he's got, like, his little walking stick. And then he's got his clothes. And so, uh, Box is kind of left to carry all of their stuff. So he's, he's got, like, two satchels, like, strapped to his back. And you can see some, like, pots and pans and stuff dangling from his side. And, uh... He just... You know, leans forward to the kid again, and he's like, "Would you like to see some of his treasures?" Um. So the kid's like sniffing. He still looks very scared, but he nods. Okay. And then, you know, uh, so I, I kind of like stand up and I put my hand, you know, on on the child's back to kind of like direct him over, and uh, I I just kind of like lean down, but but you know, from from like a standing position instead of kneeling, and I say, "But but first you have to introduce yourself. So, uh, what's, what's your name, son? Uh, my, my name's Baker. Okay, Baker. Uh, this is Box. Box, this is Baker. 
and uh, I just kind of like give the little signal to, to Box to, to like shake a hand, you know, the, the little greeting thing like you would do for like a dog to give paw or something like that. I don't know how the whole handle animal thing works with plants. Uh, um, given his rather humanoid shape and whatnot, I figure I get some leeway on, on some things. Uh, I believe um, you use your wild empathy to affect him. So it's your level plus uh, your plus D12 or plus D20 plus uh, your wisdom. Charisma. Not, or charisma, yeah. Charisma. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> I guess he's, he's just trying to get him to shake a hand. Uh, um. Yeah, that that's an easy enough trick uh, f- uh, for a humanoid-ish entity, but he kind of like reaches out like really aggressively towards the kid, and the kid's like. <laughs> So the important thing in a situation is to make sure that the kid knows that the adults aren't scared so they don't have to be scared. So you see, you know, Leaf just kind of like chuckle at that and he takes the kid's hand in one hand and he takes Box's hand in the other and he just kind of like, you know, shakes them with his his hand kind of like on the bundle. Make make me a combat maneuver check. Oh no. Combat maneuver check. Oh my god. Um... Can... can, uh... (laughs) Can I use my uh, spell-like ability on this child to try to suggest that he calm the fuck down? Uh, oh, you have the suggestion? Yeah. Oh. Ace. Uh, yeah. Ace the combat maneuver and suplex the kid. <laughs> um, is uh, Forsyth doing anything after uh, after they just walked away from him? <laughs> um, he's very curious to see where this is gonna go. He. He's ready with the healing, in case it's needed, but... Okay. <laughs> he punches the kid in the face. BOOM! My tree man's gonna give him the people's elbow. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah. You can go ahead and do that. What's the save on it? Uh... Tracy? It's just, uh... B... It's equal to class level, so I guess it's 10 plus my class level plus my pertinent modifier. Right? Yes? No? Uh, I think it's half class level. Unless it half class level? Okay. But, yeah. Well, my pertinent modifier is four. Okay, if he fails. Uh, and so he's just like... He, he like... While, while you're like forcing his hand... Like forcibly into... Box's hand and like... Box closes his hand and you're like shaking them up and down with your hands. Like... Somewhat violently. He's, he's just like... <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Huh, not so this bad. Isn't so bad. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, but you, you know. would have, uh, you would have noticed around, uh, um, Tracy. That is that a, a nor- like a racial spell-like ability? Is yes, it's racial. Okay. Um, so you would have you would have noticed her, um, muttering some things and like the uh. The arcane sigils, like, float out of her mouth in various directions, like, into this kid's ear. Uh, which, if you have spellcraft, you can make a spellcraft. Sure. Oh, is is that, uh, trained only? Yes, it is. 
Okay, so I, I did not have space to put a rank in that, so uh, I will leave it for now. But he just kind of squints at her very briefly, and then goes back to his interaction with the child. <clears throat> Alright, so the, the kid, like, mellows the fuck out, and is like, Oh, this isn't so bad. I am calm now. Okay, uh, and I, I actually apologize because I forgot one of my uh, racial traits actually gives me plus two on diplomacy versus humanoids. Um, okay. So it, it would have been like two points higher, but neither here nor there. Um, so he, he just kind of like leans in and he says, see, uh, the tree man is quite friendly. And now uh, to hold up my end of the bargain, you can kind of see him like stand up and start rummaging through the packs on the back of this tree person. And... Uh, you can hear some like bits of metal clanking together and leaf has a huge smattering of profession and crafts and uh just a bunch of inane bonuses on that stuff and so i assume that he's just got a collection of essentially worthless trinkets and so maybe he's got like a little carving or you know like a twisted doll made out of reeds or something like that you know, kind of, okay. kind of like the equivalent of like uh, whenever you're going through downtown and somebody tries to sell you a rose made of palm fronds, uh, that that kind of thing. And so he's just got like this this little little man that he's he's either carved out of wood or like woven together from from reeds. And he reaches down and he hands it to the kid and uh, says, you know, a trinket from the tree man. And uh, if you ever should need us, you know where to find us. Here? Indeed. This is my brother, the the priest himself. He'll know where to find us. Oh, okay. Uh, so with that, the, the child takes his, his little toy now and, like, goes and he's he, like, walks over to, like, a group of the other kids that were, like, watching things from the other side of the room and starts being like, Why did you see that? I got a tree man, and I got a tree man for the tree. I'm an annoying child. He's the chosen one. <laughs> so, uh, Thawne will stand up and be like, eh, I see you've gotten better with people since the last time I saw you. That's all I've spent my time doing, really. And thanks, Adira. Uh, he'll, he'll hold a hand out to you to help you up. I, I will accept his help. I mean, the guy thinks I'm blind, so. <laughs> uh, so he helps you up. Um, and uh, so you're still pretending to be blind, even in here? Yeah, these people that all think I'm blind. Alright. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a bluff check, and uh, uh, both... Um, Foresight and Leaf make uh, sense motives. So <clears throat> you would you would notice that uh, this woman, both of you would notice that she looks very blind, uh, but she seems pretty damn well aware of her surroundings. That seems like a question to ask in my free time. A bit more private make it a point to make eye contact and smile. Meanwhile, all the mooks around here are just like, oh, this poor blind woman. <laughs> and, and he leads you back over to your 
mat, which you gained, like, you perfectly walked away from without tripping over other people on the way to this kid? Yeah. Uh, this blind woman. All these inept idiots. Don't be mean to her. She's blind. This <laughs> <laughs> thong is the blind one. Like, nobody knew. He's just... He's just really good at faking that he's not. So, uh, Thon will help you back to your thing. And, uh, he'll turn to Leaf and be like, So, uh, you're staying in town, then? Well, uh, I've actually come to reconnect. Honestly, I've been so far away from family for so long, I felt a visit was obligated. And, uh... My services are at your disposal. Uh, I'd like to help if I can. Uh, well, I don't really have anything that would need much help other than what I do. If you want to help around, I know there's plenty of people out in the town that need help. Uh, I remember seeing something on one of the boards. Uh, it looked like a pretty good deal, too. Something like... Uh, 150 gold and a place to stay and good food uh, for helping clear out the basement. Helping clear out a basement with what? Uh, I'm not sure, really. I can't quite remember. But uh, it probably isn't anything too terrible. Nothing your <laughs> nothing Box couldn't handle, I'm sure. Well, I, uh... How is he faring with all the extra water? I, I think he's doing just fine as long as we keep his roots dry at night. <clears throat> uh, that that said, I was uh, hoping for more community-oriented work. Certainly there's some things around the church that have been wearing down, or uh, perhaps Foresight could use some assistance in healing the infirm. Uh, if this basement is uh, as dire a situation as, as it could possibly be, or the only way I could assist, I, I can definitely go investigate. Uh, but the, the church and my brother were really my foremost concerns in coming down here. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, we could probably use a little bit of help. Let's see here. Uh, Wait right here, and I'll be right back. I'll go ask Father if he needs anything done around that maybe you and Box can help with. So he'll leave the room. I'd be happy to. And he will be gone for a few minutes. Um, Adira and Foresight, do you do anything or or speak with anyone in particular while he's gone? Well, that depends. Did I hear them over talking about this place that was paying this money? Yeah, you were like... Yeah, that's like, where I'm going. So you just stand up and walk out. <laughs> yep. Fucking like, bull, like bye bye blind bullshit. And just walks out. Well, there's this person I want to ask why she's pretending to be blind, so I'm a follower. All right. So they just walk out. Um. Um. So you you head over to the Blackfish, which is only like two or three streets away. Like y'all y'all both been here in this area long enough to know that. You've begged next to it, Adira, and uh, you you would know. Um, 
foresight from being here for a couple of weeks that it's it's a place to go and eat sometimes. You've probably healed up a, a small bar fight from there. I can see that. When I step out of the church, mm -hmm. I will be using uh, face in the crowd. All right. Uh, so go ahead and make me a uh, perception uh, when you come out behind her foresight. Yes. sees what his shitty eyes can see. I got a plus one bonus. Right, anyway. I mean, it doesn't make him not see me. It just makes me appear to be normal and fit in. Yeah, but it, in, in a way, it's like... Like, if you were just glancing your eyes over, it suddenly would have been like, Where the fuck did she go? Uh, yeah, def definitely looking for the one here. If he interacts with me, he gets a will save against it. Oh, okay. Um, you would notice that, um, like, as you're walking out behind her, she, like, just walks into a group of other people, and, like, like, the sharp, stark contrast of her hair and shit just, like, fades away, and she almost looks like she's meant to be, a, like, walking with those people. He is less impressed with that and more impressed that she can just walk into a crowd without getting pushed around. <laughs> uh, she's following them. Uh, so go ahead and make me a will save foresight as you follow her. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, what is my will? Uh, not terrible, not amazing. Three. Three. Yeah, that's about what I expected. You know she's in that crowd somewhere. But you're not sure where. Logic dictates it. <laughs> um, okay, so back to... Uh, back to... Leaf. Uh, Thawne returns. And he tells you that, uh, that he's got uh, a little bit of healing that you can do. Uh, there, there's somebody just come in with a, with, with a bit of a... A stab wound and uh they they need they need some healing uh and he he tells you that the church is i mean it's it's old uh it could probably do with a little bit of repair but we would have to get the materials for that um so we could certainly work on that sometime soon uh it's not that cheap to get uh wood during the rains so may, may, maybe in a while does Leaf have any response okay yeah if uh, I can move to assist with the stabbing as well uh, he'd like to uh, yes so you can you can go in and you can uh, go through whatever means the, the guy the guy's been stabbed in the stomach but not like real severely or anything. It's um, it's probably from a bar fight or some sort of alleyway altercation. Uh, and the guy's just like, "Ah, oh, can't you heal it, please?" And and the cleric is like trying to get him to make a donation. Just kind of like he he visibly and audibly like scoffs at the concept of like trying to solicit a donation from someone who's suffering uh so he just kind of uh go ahead and do make a sense move oh. okay yeah
probably not uh not no information cleaned um while this guy has certainly been stabbed there is no denying that um he's really playing up his agony like a lot um and he also looks to be the sort that would probably be the one doing the mugging in the alleys and you you get you get the impression that he's he's probably just trying to get free heal out of this guy I, I still don't feel like we should necessarily be withholding healing from someone with an actual legitimate stab wound. Uh, so I will, I mean, like, I'll, I'll make a heal check, I, I suppose, and see if I, I can do anything to assist in staunching, like, any bleeding or what have you. Uh, he does have, like, a makeshift bandage on it, and it's not, like, bleeding profusely or anything, but go ahead and make your heal check, see if you can patch it up any better. Sure. Alright, so you you like pull this uh thing off and and the the wound's really shallow. It's like maybe one hit points worth of damage. But uh you, you get it like cleaned and whatnot uh pretty well and it, it's it's like already stopped bleeding for the most part, but like that rag was just had absorbed everything so far. Uh, and the cleric finally sighs after this man's arguing with him. Uh, like, see, this guy, this guy's good. He's, he's helping me out. You motherfuckers, like, you got gonna heal me. Uh, and, uh, and the cleric sighs and shakes his head. And he's like, Donovan, if you're in here again with another stab wound, we're not healing you without a donation. And he'll uh, go in and he'll heal the wound with a cure light. And uh, Donovan's like, I see how it is. You don't care care about your fucking money, jackasses. And uh, this guy, he's got like... He's like missing like three or four of his teeth on like the bottom left half of his jaw. Uh, he like stands up. He doesn't thank you or anything. He just continues bitching at the cleric and your brother as he walks away. Just, uh, you know, call after him and say, uh, if you need your clothing mended after the stab wound, I, I can help in laundering them. You gonna do it for free? Kill him with kindness. Well, uh, I'm certainly not going to charge someone who's uh, hey, been sure, a victim sure. come on. so recently. Come here, you, you, you come with me. You come with me. We're gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna get you some nice food. How about that? I'm gonna get you some nice food and fuck these guys. Which one of these guys is your brother? I, I'm actually obligated to remain. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I've I've actually other tasks uh, to perform on church grounds, uh, but if you've a spare outfit, you can leave this one, or you you can come back and drop this one off, right. and I can mend it. Maybe I'll see you then. And he'll he'll head out the door under the rain. 
<laughs> um, and Thawne is just like, ah, uh, how far behind these two are we? Since we were just following them to wherever they were going. Oh, you mean the little crap? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, you're you're not far behind uh, at all. You're you're probably like five or ten feet. And she's literally in them, like she's she's like there. Gross. <laughs> okay, she like literally in the crowd, not literally in the people in the crowd. Okay, that's slightly less gross. <laughs> yeah, she's from people. Yeah. Still pretty gross. Frankly, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, so at a certain point, they will deviate uh, from the given path. Uh, so so you you're really not far behind them at all. Uh, and like they they keep going up the the stairs, but the alley that goes to the blackfish is down to your left. So what are you doing, Adira? Um, I am going to the blackfish. All right. So she suddenly you realize that she was there the whole time, and like you you just like. It's like one of those things where you like stare at something and you don't realize it's there until like it moves or something. Oh. If you've ever done that, it, it feels That's like happened that. to me with the stick bug. Yeah, it, it's like that. You're the shit out of me. Except even weirder because you were literally watching that group of people the whole time mm -hmm. that she vanished into and then she just suddenly appeared. But like you realize which body she was during <laughs> that time. Fair enough. Honestly, with as unfamiliar he is with uh, crowds, he might not even suspect that there's anything unnatural with that. Right. Every, Getting used to seeing a crowd. Everybody just blends in Assassin's yeah. Creed style. Holy shit, there's more than one person here at a time. Wow. <laughs> just everybody evens out. Yeah, he'll follow up, sure. Alright, so y'all head down uh... A few a few streets worth of alleys and you find yourself uh, under a sign of a black fish um, Adira obviously being able to see it yeah she just walks through the door all right within you see two dudes one who just walked in ahead of you and uh, another at the table talking to a woman uh, and then we go back to Leaf. 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 So I, I suppose I'm I'm just uh, standing here watching the uh, snaggletoothed stab victim uh, wander off. Yes, he he leaves out the church doors, and your your brother and the cleric both kind of sigh and shake their heads. Like, ah. 
Well, uh, thank you. Um, I, I believe your your Thon's brother. He said. Exactly so. Oh, thank you for helping. We do try. Honestly, uh, honestly, it was my my pleasure to do so. Uh, it seems like some of the folks from the neighborhood may be more than a handful. Yes, uh, sometimes, though we have little proof, we're pretty sure that people are out there doing things they really shouldn't and getting hurt and they come here for healing. And we're just trying to keep this, the church from going under and help everyone. After mm. all... And I, I take it, I take it fundraising, uh, tithing, well, it's all we can do to keep everyone fed and the homeless as off the streets as we can. Of course, we don't have a very large space to house people in, but that and making sure that any homes that are severely damaged get aided in their reconstruction. There's a lot of maintenance on this city. Each ward has its church uh, in which to raise its funds. Uh, and do you have knowledge religion? I don't. Uh, although I I do have a feat that lets me use all knowledges untrained. Um, and I, I get like a small bonus okay. to it. Yeah. So if, if you'd like, I can make a knowledge religion check. Uh, bam. Um, okay, so, yes, um, you would, you would know that Abaddon, um, they are very community-focused in the sense that, uh, almost like socialism, like, they're, they're, like, going to bring in the money to make sure that everything around here is, like, kept up to a certain degree, uh, and in turn, that will make things better for us and everybody else. Like it, they 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 follow a feedback loop style train of thought for uh, like currency, bookkeeping, infrastructure, things like that. Uh, so like it's not totally selfless or anything, uh, but it it does generally turn out for a more good thing but it, it does seem like this church just okay. because it's in like a poor part, part of town probably does suffer a bit for its uh, for its intended purpose um and <clears throat> like, it seems like they do a lot of charity work. Like, all those homeless people over there, they're fed, they're dry, they're, uh, like, they're taken care of, even if only meagerly. Okay, so, uh, I, I do suppose it, it may be in our best interest to pursue that basement clearing job if only to garner some funds to help support the church. Uh, do you know if there are any able-bodied folks present that might be interested in assisting? Um, 
Foresight was just here. Where'd he go? Um, which, uh, you can make a retroactive perception check. Okay. Okay, so you would have noticed that, um, when, when Adira and he left out, they went out the front of the church, like, they didn't, like, go anywhere else in the church, or anything like that. Uh, they both went out the front doors. Uh, okay. Thrun, Thrun does not, uh, Thon, bleh. Thon does not appear to uh, be aware of this, however. Okay, so uh, I suppose I'll pursue them and see what assistance I can garner. All right. Here, I'll uh, I'll look around and uh, be right back. I might have something that can help you, and you will go, and he will come back. And he will be holding a uh, a writ for you, and basically, uh, it, it's a writ from the church that will give you um, a bit of an easier time talking to people in in town. If you show it to a guard, basically, they'll know that you're not just some shady character asking random weird questions, but you're like working with the church trying to do something. Gotcha. And uh, I, I can help you spread out and look, too. Okay, I, I may ask for your assistance on that. Uh, but they just left short shortly ago, so I don't imagine I should be too far behind. All right, well, uh, then and he turns to the older man, and he's like, uh, and, and um, he's like, uh, if that's all right, Father. And he's like, it's all right. But just be back as quick as you can. So he'll he'll head out the the doors with you if that's the direction you head. Go ahead and make a perception. <clears throat> All right. So um, Thran looks around and he's just like, "Huh? They've vanished." But you, uh, while you do not see the woman, uh, Adira, you do see foresight kind of like up the street a while uh up the street a while and uh and he he's like following a little group of people it looks like uh i'll see if i can increase the pace to catch up all right so you just you just hustle uh towards them and then you would see adira appear out of this crowd uh, you didn't notice her before, but uh, she'll she'll head down an alley, as will they. Um, and you notice just before, uh, like just before you reach them, they both open the door to a to a tavern, and walk inside. And above is the sign of a black fish. Okay. Um, do I catch up to them in time, or do they manage to squeak in in first? Uh, you can catch up right then and there. Uh, your brother is just like back at the front of the alley, and she's like, "Where'd you go?" Uh, he seems terribly inept at perception for some reason. Yeah, Maybe sorry, he, he is just... is blind. <laughs> I just call out to the two and say, uh, "Oh, uh, hello. Uh, you were the two from the church, yes?" Well, obviously. I mean. I, I guess I'm technically from the church, as far as here is concerned. 
Oh, uh, apologies. I, I'm not familiar with the backs of uh, the locals' heads yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I did want to extend an offer. I was uh, planning on investigating uh, some work that uh, Thon had mentioned and uh, wasn't certain if you'd be interested in joining. Th that's why I'm here. Did you... It just kind of like turns around and Thon, this is the building? Uh, he, he's, he's like running up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Huh, what a coincidence. Strange indeed. Uh, so I suppose you wouldn't mind if I accompanied? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. What was that? Well, more more to uh, Adira and Foresight. It's just you know. So I, I suppose uh, if if the job listing is why you're here, then you wouldn't mind if I accompanied. As long as the lady pays, it doesn't matter who's there. I mean, I don't think they really got anything better to do. They're sure. Okay. All right then. Uh, box come, and uh, you know, just uh, let's proceed. Why does that tree follow you? Uh, we've been longtime friends. For his entire life, essentially. You can be friends with a tree. I mean, you can be friends with anything. Well, anyone can. Was not aware of this. Alright, so as y'all are culminated and, and talking about this and walking into the bar, Troy. Yes. You are wandering around you you you've been at a small desnan shrine outside of town uh and heading back down towards the cheapest tavern you could find uh to spend the night at yeah it sounds about right because you would cheap ass that i mean i guess mm -hmm. I mean, he, he's used to me i mean you're you're a broke ass you're a kineticist broke ass like probably the richest person in the party right now probably honestly which is sad but uh yes so your your cheap ass is headed back down to the blackfish oh is that the, from whence is that the cheapest tavern in town i mean that isn't literally just actively infested with rats no okay sure Do you, do you, do you want do you want a different cheapest tavern in town? No, I just Have you have you been staying in uh in the rat infested one? Uh, I mean, he would prefer not to stay in something full of rats. So I mean, if this is the best place, then yes, that's the fine. Yeah. The I mean, the blackfish costs like two silver a night normally. And like the other place costs like three copper a night. So, how much of a cheap ass are you? I mean, just whatever's reasonable. Whatever's reasonable. He's not gonna give you a direct answer. Yeah, I'm not. <sighs> it's Troy. You've been staying in the shitty one. Okay, that's fine. There. You have filth fever for not giving me an answer. Oh no. Uh... No. Uh... But you, you, you see on your 
way down this uh, this job entry, which is free rooms plus pay plus free food in an possibly not rat infested place. Well, you don't get rich by spending all your money, so seems like a reasonable job to me. All right. Um, go ahead and make a knowledge local check. That would require me to have knowledge local, which I don't. You can make a ten. Uh, I can try. Hey. Looky there. You know it's in the lower ward. Uh, and roughly, like, you know one of the streets. Uh, because it's one of the bigger streets. Uh, so go ahead and you can either ask around... Or you can um, try and just like walk up and down the street and find the other one. Uh, would the second be a, just a perception roll? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a wander around. I'm not in a hurry. Okay. All right. So, just as you see an elven man looking around in front of, like he's standing in your way, so like he's like looking around, like shouting, "Where'd you go?" And then you hear a shout from down the alley, and he, like, runs off that way. You see the name of the road. And it's like, oh, this one. And you turn down that way. After this elf's, like, jogging. So h- how do you proceed down this this alleyway? Uh, well, I mean, there's nothing in particular about the, the elf guy that makes me want to follow him. But, I mean, this is the road I was looking for. So I'm just going to start meandering down. Like I said, not in a hurry. All right. You come across a tavern known as the Brownfish. Yeah. Uh, you're like two streets over. But you follow up to this. Uh, and and you, you see this group of people like conversating. Uh, this elf whom is running up to it and is like reaching his fingers out towards the sign. Except not really. Well, uh, I mean, if this looks like the bar I need to be at, I, uh, I'll, you know, walk into it. There's three people standing in the doorway. Uh, well, I'll, I'll approach them and just kind of try and nudge by them and just be like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Hey, hey, uh, Riley. Yes. Some dude just walked in the door and then, like, a bunch of other showed up at the door and started making a ruckus. Well, isn't that convenient? I was just talking to Carla, the owner, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, so in that case, uh, picking up from the conversation I'm having with Carla, I will carry on by saying, so, Carla, the problem you're having in the basement, you don't quite know what's causing it, do you? No, no, not quite. Something small and quick. Uh, might be rats. I hope it's not rats. I hate rats. Do you think it might be miniature halflings? By any chance? No, no. I, I don't. Um, what would those be? Quarterlings? <laughs> yes, exactly. The quarterlings. You, I suppose they're not much of a problem around here. I didn't realize those were a thing. Carla, I'm having you for a joke. I don't. I don't I, think. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I don't think those I are. Start a thing. laughing. So, in exchange for helping you with this basement problem, you'd offer free room and board, correct? Free free room, free food, uh, and I, I got a sack of 150 I'm willing to part with. 
Well, you sold me at free room and board, which means you just oversold yourself, but I'll take the job anyways. Tell me, Carla, in your expert opinion on this particular problem, do you think it would be something I could handle on my own or something that I should perhaps seek the aid of between one and five other individuals? (laughs) (laughs) That's an oddly specific question. I look over at my sh- I look over my shoulder at the one to five other individuals who have just walked in. <laughs> uh, some of which are like debating and there's like one that de- trying to squeeze through the door. It's like, oh, well, it's that or their competition, I guess. Does the winner get more of the gold? I mean, if I don't want anybody getting hurt. Well, I'm assuming it would be a friendly competition. You, you assume a lot of people. Uh, if anyone do get hurt, I can heal them. See, no one's gonna get hurt. Someone can heal them. So at this point, like, what the the group of four that's like currently like debating. And I just heard the word yeah, hurt. Try to squeeze so, through them. Uh, what's going on there? You know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get past. So unless anybody stops me, I guess I just pass through them all, or squeeze my way past them. I will take a single step, relatively large step backwards, to allow you to pass. Now, where am I in all this, Lark? Uh, Lark, Lark, uh, is the one that like walked in the door before everybody else. So you're just standing in the middle. Of the okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I would have gone straight for like the advertisement that I saw. Did it ask to actually speak to anybody or? Uh, it said to talk to. Carl. Okay. Uh, I would immediately be looking for Carla. That's what I would be doing. There are three other people that are not like coming in the door behind you. There is a there. There's this like really sauced looking guy over in the corner. He, he's like snoring. There's a woman behind the counter, and there's a, a, another man uh, who just mentioned that the woman behind that counter's name is Carla. Okay. Uh, Okay, so I would approach the woman behind the counter. All right. So, are you here for a drink, or are you here to work? Uh, I'm I'm here to work, ma'am. I uh, I heard there was free room and board. Yep. Oh oh oh, good. Looks like you've got between one and five so far at this point, uh, Riley. <laughs> I turn to the fellow. Hello there. My name is Riley Moreheim, and I'm also looking to aid this fine woman in clearing her basement of. Potential miniature halfling problems. Miniature halfling problems? Yes, we call them quarterlings from where I'm from. Uh, make a bluff and a diplomacy. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Um, is this? Do I do a sense motive? There you go. Uh, yes, you do a sense motive against this bluff. Uh, so the sense motive, I believe, beats out the bluff. Um Okay. So uh so he he's making a joke okay. about the quarterlings. Uh you, you do realize serious. Uh though he, he's got a pretty decent straight face on. Fair enough. Be really embarrassing if we can a way to deal with half a dozen rats. <laughs> oh no, it's not gonna be half a dozen rats. Alright. All right. <laughs> it's um, not gonna be half a dozen rats at all. Uh s- so, so we we have to clear out the basement. So, what's what's in the basement? No, really. She's like, I don't know. Whatever they are, they're small. They're fast. 
I haven't found any like rat droppings or anything, and they just practically vanish. They run behind things and then they're just gone. Uh, and I can't find what the hell. They're oh, doing. all right. Um, then yeah, I'd 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 love to give it a shot. All right, awesome. So I guess that's gonna be uh, seventy-five each because I'm not having people stab each other for extra gold. But I thought you said you wanted it to be a competition, didn't you, Carla? I didn't say that. Are you sure? You might have. You keep flirting. <laughs> All smiles. And and there's enough people getting jacked in the alleys around here. We don't need it to happen in my basement. That sounds lewd. <laughs> that sounds lewd. <laughs> Ludie pie. Alright, so back to the group of three now in the door as as the Oriad like squishes his way through are, are y'all still just conversating in the door uh, Adira would be going towards the counter she she's not finding this at all amusing all right. you stop paying attention at the word hurt <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's a uh, foresight and leaf standing in the doorway <laughs> As uh, as Brock and Adira approach the <laughs> counter. No, Foresight stopped paying attention to the conversation oh. <laughs> at the word hurt and went over. It's like, what? <laughs> Leaf just gets left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your brother is just becoming progressively more blind. Like, is this a house? Where am I? How'd I get here? As a player, I really need to <laughs> apologize to y'all for Adira's attitude, oh. but she still thinks she's a queen. Why are you apologizing for a good character? <laughs> like, like, so she's just, she's just, she's just like, doesn't even realize she's we stuck will. up. Don't even worry about it, love. It's all good character development. We will break that habit soon. Alright, <laughs> so, um, Brock and, uh, Adira, very shortly followed by Foresight, and then, uh, is, is Leaf going to, uh, to, to <laughs> speed tail them. Alright, and then, and then they all approach the thing. Yeah. They just keep leaving me behind. I don't know <laughs> and, why. And your fucking tree. Box. Box walks in. She's like, what the fuck is that? I feel like that's a fair reaction. Yeah, yeah. Adair's just like, woman. Woman. Can I help you? You need somebody to, to, to uh, kill things, I take it? Kill, exterminate, get rid of? I don't give a shit. Get him out. Get whatever the fuck is in my basement out. I can do that. Well, uh... It's 50 gold each. Cool. Right, just, she shouts back at the rest of you. Are y'all here to drink or are y'all here to work? Well, why can't it be both? Fair enough. Both would be nice, provided you have quality alcohol. She she lifts you up on her many shoulders. Por no los dos? Um, <laughs> I've got pretty decent hooch here, so if it's not good enough for you, I, I guess, oh well, too bad. Fair. By decent, do you mean cheap? Oh god, no. <laughs> because if it's cheap, then it's certainly good enough. Of course, by definition. <laughs> Depends on what you're ordering. Oh, <laughs> it depends on how much it costs. Well, guess what? If you... Shit. Uh, shit. Well, I do, actually. I do it at least once a day, usually. 
Gotta keep regular. Well, guess what? You get it for free if you clear the goddamn things out of my basement. Oh, are they goddamned? That's fair. Would you point us to this basement? Yeah, let's go kill. I take offense to that. This way, you weird motherfuckers. Uh, yes. A band of strangers. (laughs) She, like, like winks at Riley, though. As she's leading us down, I I ask her, so what have these things been doing in your basement? They're mostly eating through my food stocks. Keep, they keep spoiling my fish and my grain. Oh, that's that's very unfortunate. So, uh, what are we thinking? Like rats or something? I don't know if it's rats or not. I haven't seen any rat droppings, and they're quick. That's that, that's all I know. They, I'd say they're about the right size, but all right. Well, um, I'm pretty quick too, so we'll see if we can do anything about this. So they're down there. I just get this creepy fucking feeling. So they're down there. You can go down there. All y'all can go down there and figure it the fuck out. What is the creepy fucking feeling? She just looks at you like it's like this vein like throbbing in the side of her head. Doesn't notice. Just looking up in the sky, wondering to himself. All right. The stone sky above. Exactly. Of the roof. That's the one. Of the ceiling. Well. Desperation pushes me forward. Uh, I approach the basement. All right. Um, do I also get a creepy feeling as I approach this basement? I mean, not inherently. No, it's, it's, it's a basement. Okay, and it's not like a particularly creepy basement. It's not like a murder cellar. No, I mean it looks like food store. Okay, <laughs> not yet. Yep. Um. All right. So yeah, I, I head down. All right. And um, as you wow. head down. Wow. Dun, 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 that's where we're gonna leave. Do 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 do. Yay! <laughs> Hello again, Sean here. I want to thank you for tuning into this special teaser episode of the Eterna Podcast. Keep an ear out next week for episode one as our party finally comes into their own and murders some quarterlings, probably. I want to give a shout out to a few people that have really helped spurn me on to get this podcast up and running and inspiring me. First is my wife Tracy. She's playing in the pod as Adira, and first suggested that we put together a podcast. Second is the Hideous Laughter crew. Griffin, Haley, Steve, Emily, and Brooks, who inspired me and Tracy and always give us a good laugh. They're great people, and you should give them a listen while you wait for the next episode. Next are Tim, Chris, and Brian from the Fillmore's Crossing podcast, also known as Lost Context D&D, who have also been a great inspiration. Griffin and Tim especially have helped me smooth out bumps a hundred times faster and give me tons of great advice and help. You can find us on Twitter at Eldritch Dream, Hideous Laughter is at Laughter Hideous, and Fillmore's Crossing is at DND LCP. I want to give a big shout out to the folks over at Cryo Chamber for allowing us to use their ambient music for the podcast. I've been a fan of their mythos-themed dark ambience for quite a while and proud to have it on the pod. You can find them at cryochamber on Twitter or cryochamber.bandcamp.com. This podcast is presented by an Eldritch Dream Games. Until next time, may the Outer Gods bless you.